Live from under the lights and on the field, Marquette University High School football happens right here on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hilltoppers football is presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Now, live from the field, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. Live from the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth at the Bank of Thumb Prairie Stadium at Ashley Field, this is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. It's the state semifinals tonight between the defending Division I state champion Kimberly Papermakers versus your Marquette Hilltoppers. I'm Evan Wittallison and joined by my producer, Rhea Riley, and my broadcast partner tonight, Warren Price. And Warren, going to be a great night for football here in very nice facility here at Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Oh, what a beautiful facility this is. There are press boxes on both sides. We have a, a, a huge video scoreboard here that I'm, I'm really not used to looking at <laughs> when it comes to a lot of the games. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you what here, Marquette, everybody here is pumped. But for, for Marquette, they have a chance to go to the state championship game if you come out of this one. And and Kimberly, like you said, you know, they're the defending state champions and all, but I feel like Marquette's got a, a real good handle on this. You know, obviously it's going to come down to the defensive lines, the offensive lines. You know, who's going to win those battles in the trenches? But you know Marquette is going to want to establish the run, and you know that they're going to want to stop the run as well. So I, I expect – uh, a really hard-fought contest here, but I, I'm expecting Marquette to kind of pull this one out. Yeah, it should be a great football game here tonight. The crowd on both sides are pretty well-packed considering the drive both of these schools had to make. Kimberly up in the Appleton, Wisconsin area, and obviously Marquette coming from Milwaukee. And the Kimberly Papermakers will be kicking off from right to left here, kicking it off to the Marquette Hilltoppers. And Kimberly has a kickoff formation, or they start with everybody tight on the football <laughs> and then break it. I guess I don't think you can legally kick out of that that formation. No, but Marquette kind of was ready for it, and the kickoff is underway. And it is going to be picked by Monreal from the five-yard line. Gets to the 10, gets up to the 20, just short of the 20, correction. And it's going to be first and 10 at about the 17-yard line of the Hilltoppers. Monreal, it, was a, it started off as a, uh, as a pretty nice return there, but Monreal ended up running into his own guy, number 88, Jude ba- Ballinger. So, yeah, probably uh, the, the worst return Monreal's had uh, as a kick returner here this season thus far. Normally he breaks a pretty uh, deep. Yeah, we're gonna, so starting on the 17. We're going to have Cam Russell wide to your left, Thad Hoffman wide to your right, PRB in the slot to your right, Tommy Novotny at running back, McDevitt at quarterback, sends Novotny in motion, takes the snap, looks to throw right away, taking a deep shot to Cam Russell, and oh, just missed coming up with it. Ball was in his hands, but he's unable to bring it down, and it's going to be second and 10. McDevitt had all day to throw. Good coverage on Russell, but unable to come down with it. Yeah, I was just about to say that was very good coverage. Russell did, had, didn't gain any separation on that, but he did get his hands on the ball, so just he just lost it on the way down. Trip formation now to your left. McDevitt looking over the defense, claps the hands, gets the football, gets it to Novotny up the middle, and he fights his way across the 20, brought down about the 20 two-yard line 
and it's going to be third down for the Hilltoppers. I, I do like that first call, though. There's, there's nothing wrong with going for it deep to see if you can test their, their, their cornerbacks. They're going to have two receivers left, one to your right. PRB in the slot to your left with uh, Cam Russell and Novotny at the tailback position. McDevitt takes a snap, rolls, looking. He's going to keep the football, going to make a one-man miss and get across the 25, and it looks like he's going to be short of the first down by a couple yards, and that's going to bring up fourth down, and the punting unit is coming up with Eric Schmidt. Well, that's okay. You know, because you didn't convert on that first down, call uh with the deep ball there you kind of found yourself behind the eight ball but there's nothing wrong with testing the waters there you know you you can do more than just wade your foot in there uh i I like the aggression and and so we'll see if if marquette can get some defensive stops here on kimberly bryson veef back deep for the paper makers uh eric schmidt one of the top punters in the country in to punt the football has offers from wisconsin good snap the kick is away. It's a high, booming punt, and it's going to be fielded at the just inside the 40-yard line, about the 38, and that is where Kimberly will take over with the football. And that was a nice, fair catch from Thomas uh, from Thomas Myers there from, from Kimberly. Uh, so now let's look and see. Kimberly's got a very balanced offense. You know, uh, they have over 1,700 yards rushing on the season and 1,300 yards passing. Marcus, sorry. Marcus Doucette and Gavin Tyson, the two main ball carriers for Kimberly quarterback, is Carson Pendleton, the 6'2 senior. He's in the pistol formation, takes the snap, looks to throw right away, throws it, and it's caught by Veith, and he's shoved out of bounds. Looks like he's going to be just short of the first. He's going to be second and two. And that was a nice little out pattern there for for Veith, um, a, a very quick, very quick pass. You know, you're not trying to hold on to the ball too long. If you're Kimberly, they're trying to get Carson Pendleton to get rid of the ball really quick. One receiver left, one to your right for the papermakers. Pendleton at quarterback sends a man in motion, takes the handoff, gives it to Tyson, who fights his way and stop just short of the 50-yard line, but it is enough for the first down. It's going to be a first and 10 at the 49-yard line. Looked like a couple of guys were in on the that, that the tackle there. Uh, kind of hard to tell down there, but it looked like Nate Schramm was definitely in on that one. Nate, Nate Schramm and Bryce Roeder, two of the leaders of this Hilltopper middle linebacking core, along with Mitch Nigro at outside backer and Josh Knacker, very good linebacking core for the Hilltoppers. You have two receivers to your left, no receiver out wide right. Sends a man in motion that is Coronado, takes the snaps, wing pass to Doucette, and Doucette gains a few and gets brought down. It's going to be about a second and six from about the 47-yard line of the Hilltoppers. Solid tackling out there from Murphy Monreal, the safety and from cornerback Nick Womack as there was some really good blocking out there for Kimberly trying to get some extra yards for their guy, but Marquette was able to snuff it. They gave him a gain of four. We have Beef out wide to your left, the receiver out wide to your right, sends the fullback in motion, takes the snap, gives it to Doucette, and nowhere to go, and Roder in on that one, and he shuts it down. Nigro also in on that one as well. Nice job by the Hilltopper defense to force a 
third and about five. Yeah, it certainly was. I mean, uh, again, you know, they're multi they're multifaceted on offense is Kimberly, but Marquette definitely wanted to come in here and shut the run down. So so far they're doing a pretty good job of that. Malik Lee checks in to add an extra defensive back as long as along with linebacker Evan Meyer. Shotgun formation, two receivers to your right. Pendleton takes the snap, rolls to his right, looking to throw. Throws it downfield, and it's going to be caught and pushed out of bounds immediately at about the, looks like they're going to give him the 35-yard line. That's going to be a first and 10 for the wow. papermakers. And, and, and I guess give Kimberly a little bit of credit there. Uh, their receivers so far are running some really precise routes, and they're able, it looks like they're able to get those 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 curls going to the outside there and, and right before they get out of bounds. One receiver out wide to the right, one to the left. Grams is the receiver closest to us. Veith the receiver by Kimberly sideline. Gives it to Tyson up the middle, and he gets maybe a, a yard or two before being brought down. It's going to be second and nine, maybe eight, depending on the spot. Yeah, not much there for Gavin Tyson, the running back for Kimberly on that blast going right behind the behind the guard, Mason Campbell, and the tackle, Nick Playman, there for, for Kimberly. Same formation. They just flip the receivers. Grimes out wide to your right. Veith to your left. Pistol formation. Doucette in the backfield. Pendleton takes the snap. Looks to throw. Plenty of time. Throws it deep. And he overthrows his receiver by a couple yards. Looks like the receiver got tied up a little bit by P.J. O'Brien on that one and was unable to get separation. And you can credit P.J. O'Brien on the coverage right there if he made if he made v, uh, break his route right there. That, that's good defense right there. It's going to be third and eight for the papermaker. This is a huge down defensively for Marquette. They're going to need a stop right here. Ball on the 38. Sorry, the 34-yard line. They had 38 on the scoreboard. Don't trust it, I guess. Two receivers to your left. Sends a man in motion. Pendleton takes the snap, looks to throw. Throws it, and it's overthrown and incomplete. Going to bring up a fourth and eight. And we'll see if they're going to go for it. And well, the offense looks like they're The offense off. is going to be staying on the field. Quarterback staying out there. The kicker, Hunter Berry, is only three for four on field goals. Might be a little bit uh, out of his range as I don't think – well, clearly Kimberly doesn't kick the football very that, often. Yeah, at that point you're looking at a 52, 51-yard field goal. So, yeah, it looks like Kimberly's going for it. Big down right here. Marquette needs to stop. Veith out wide to your right. Tight end on the right side of the formation. Coronado in at the fullback H-back spot. Set in a tailback. Pendleton takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it, Good and pressure. it's caught. Breaks the tackle, and he is going to be short of the first down. Coronado made a man miss initially, but he gets tackled short of the first down, and it's going to bring up a first and ten. Hilltoppers. Change of possession on downs. Nice job on the defensive stand here for Marquette. Uh, they almost gave that first down up. He was only one yard shy of that for Kimberly. But nonetheless, Marquette gets the ball, takes over on downs. And now I think that Coach Klestinski is going to want to put together a long, sustained drive here. Only 7.26 left in the first quarter. Three receivers out wide to your right. 
Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football. It's Novotny off to his left, finds the running lane, and he fights his way just short of the 30-yard line. He's going to get uh, ruled down. It's going to be a second and about six for maybe seven. Give him a gain of two. It's going to be a second and eight. My correction. Novotny going off to the left side of the line, going for a sweep, but Kimberly was right on that running behind offensive lineman of the year jack hart in the conference for the hilltoppers gonna have one receiver left one to your right two right to your right with the man in the slot prb in motion takes a snap gives it to novotny and he gets wrapped up quickly by number 99 sam mcgivern he is the defensive lineman of the year in the fox valley and marquette is now they're finding themselves behind the eight ball here uh, with third and long. Third and nine, actually. They're going to have two receivers left, one to your right. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt looks over the defense, sends a man in motion. Claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, has time, plenty of time. Throws it deep, and it's intercepted. Threw it too far inside, intended for Thad Hoffman and Mickey Wild with that interception. Thad Hoffman actually stopped the route. That was a <laughs> that looked like it was supposed to be kind of a slant pattern, and and the, uh, oh my goodness, you know there was plenty of time for McDevitt to throw. He had it on target. If if Thad Hoffman would have kept running to finish that route, he would have had his hand on the ball. Instead, it ends up being a Kimberly interception. That, that's not a good one. No, it is not. Uh, you want to win the turnover battle, something Marquette does quite frequently. We're going to have two receivers out to your left, Veith and Grimes. Sends uh, Veith in motion, takes a snap, gives it to Veith, and Jets. he gets uh, just inside the 40, going to give him the 39-yard line, going to give him a gain of four. It's going to be second and six. Well, nice job for Marquette stopping that jet sweep. I mean, you only got four, four yards out of that, so... Um. Marquette's going to want to try to get here aggressive on defense. Uh, but Kimberly definitely trying to test the waters with the run here. They're committed, but they've had some pretty good success through the air so far in this game. Same formation. Beef out wide to your right. Graham's in the slot. I mean, to the left. Graham's in your slot to the left. Pistol formation. Pendleton looking over the defense. Gets the snap. Gives it to Tyson up the middle. And he was stopped initially, but cut back to his left and gains enough uh, Going to be just a yard short of the first down. Nope, they're going to give him the first down. Looks like Bryce Roeder, one of the captains on the defense for Marquette, was in on that on that tackle. And that was a nice job of stopping. That was a nice job of stopping Tyson from getting any more yards. Roeder, second team all GMC conference. Going to have one receiver, V thought wide to your right. Uh, Graham, Graham's in motion was in your to your left, takes the snap, gives it to Doucette, and Doucette fights his way through a tackle from Womack and gets brought down by Roeder, and looks like there was a little bit extra there after that yeah. where he rode a little bit. It it's going to be like, a short gain, it's going to be a gain of five, it's going to be second and five. It looked like Roeder tried to tackle him twice <laughs> and, then, and then roll around in the turf with him. <laughs> That's some a nice job from Roeder. Some alligator wrestling there, you know. <laughs> going to send out twins to your right. Graham's in the slot. V out wide to your right. Doucette in a tailback directly behind P 
Pendleton sends the man in motion, takes a snap, gives it to Doucette, and Doucette spins his way out of one tackle and fights his way for maybe a gain of a yard, maybe two. It's going to bring up third down. And I do believe that was, I think that was Murphy Monreal coming in for that tackle. At least he was one of them that was in on that tackle. The, the Hilltoppers defense trying to get this papermaker offense off the field again following the Hilltopper interception on their last possession. This is a huge down. Same formation, two receivers out to your right, sends uh, Coronado in motion to your left at the line of scrimmage. Takes a snap, gives it to gives it to Tyson, and Tyson stonewalled wow. at the line of scrimmage and driven back for a loss of a couple. That's going to be fourth down, and it looked like Tate Wallach in on that one and or bonnie and hart the defensive line on that play just took over kowalik absolutely was in there and and what a nice job of getting that push through on that line for that tackle for a loss at fourth and five going forward again two receivers out to your right tyson in a tailback in the pistol formation pendleton rolls out to his right looking for an open man under pressure throws it and it's going to be Oh, they're going to give him the catch, and it's going to be enough for the first down. Oh, my goodness. The Kimberly passing attack has been just deadly enough to keep Marquette on their heels here tonight. So they're going to have to probably try to play a little bit tighter coverage, and, and you'd like to see a Marquette stop here. But they're losing right now. They're losing the field position battle. Going to have... One receiver each way. Doucette checks in a tailback, sends Coronado in motion across the formation, gives it to Doucette to your right, and he maybe gets a gain of one or two yards before being brought down, trying to run against that tough Kimberly defensive front seven. And they are tough, and, and I believe in on that tackle was, once again, Bryce Roeder. He's very active out here tonight. He's, he's doing a lot. Roeder coming in with 61 tackles on the season, nine for loss. Nate Tramp coming in with 89 tackles on the season, 14 tackles for loss. We're going to have V-Thought wide to your left with Grams in the slot to your left. Pistol formation, Tyson directly behind Pendleton, sends Coronado in motion to your right, takes a snap, looks to throw, throws a deep corner route into the end zone, and it's broken up, incomplete. Great coverage. Great coverage by the Hilltoppers and they knock it away. That was P.J. O'Brien in on that coverage along with Nick Womack. Nick Womack. That was Nick Womack in there as well. And that was a great job of recognizing that, that fade pattern going to the corner of the end zone there for Kimberly. Great coverage by Marquette. Same formation for the paper makers. Instead, they do have a different receiver in the, out there uh, in the slot is... Aaron Cullen sends Coronado in motion to your right. Pendleton fakes the handoff, looks to throw. It's going to take off and run, and he gets tripped Ooh. up and then fumbles the football, and it's recovered by the Hilltoppers. Nigro wrapped him up. Defensive lineman of the year, Pele Orobani, in on that tackle, knocking it out and recovered by Tate Kowalik. Evan, just what the doctor ordered right here for Marquette. They needed something in the worst way. Like I said earlier, they were losing the field position battle. That fumble recovery just happened on their own 18 now. So now you've got to stop messing around here if you're Marquette, and you're going to have to get 
a sustained drive here and chew up some clock. Russell wide to your left, Hoffman wide to your right, sends PRB in motion, takes a snap, gives it to Novotny, and he's got nowhere to go up that middle, maybe gets a yard, but he gets tackled at the 19. It's going to be second and nine. Wow, I'll tell you, that front for Kimberly, they are tough. Uh, Tyler Hinn, Sam McGivern, so far they are shutting Novotny down. Yeah, Sawyer Hanlon is quite talented as well up front. Empty formation for McDevitt. Five wide receivers on the field. Takes the snap. Looks to throw under pressure. Throws it. Caught by PRB. Turns up field to the 30, to the 40, and steps out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Going to give him the... Not sure where they're going to give him. They're going to give him, yep, the 42-yard line. PRB, Peyton Roby Brown, turned on the Jets. Showed a burst of speed out there. And, boy, if Marquette can utilize that speed on the outside, look out here tonight. Two receivers out to your left. Novotny to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt in the shotgun formation. Claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny up the middle, fights his way through a couple arm tackles, still going, gets to about the 45-yard line, didn't really have anywhere to go, but gains a three, tough three hard-fought yards. Yeah, Kimberly's defensive front is no joke out here, man. Novotny's got to work for everything he's getting tonight. Flip the formation, Hoffman wide to the right with Russell in the slot to the, to the right, takes the snap, gives it to Novotny again off to his left, cuts back up in the middle and fights his way just short of midfield. They're going to give him, looks like the 48-yard line. It's going to be third and about four. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a tough job for Novotny to get those, that first down on, on the ground here. He's, he's splitting out wide, though. They empty out the backfield. Novotny out wide to your right. Hoffman in the slot with Bellinger in the, the close slot. Five McDevitt receivers. by himself in the backfield. Takes the snap. Looks to throw the football. Going to keep it. Makes a get man miss. And he's going to be just short, maybe just short of the first. It's hard to tell. You with gotta, the Marquette players in front of us, and they're going to give it to him. You got to, oh, they, okay. I was about to say, you got to, if, if they didn't give it to him, you're going to have to go for this. Yeah, we have the uh, Marquette players right in front of us, and it's hard to see the, uh, the, the markers with them right in front of us on where they spot the ball. We're going to have two receivers out to your right with PRB in the slot right, uh, Cam Russell out wide to your left. Novotny to the left of McDevitt, claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, has time. Now under some pressure, scrambles, going to keep it, gets a couple, spins out of a tackle, and gets a couple more. Nice run by Peter McDevitt. I like the run from McDevitt. Um, I, you know what, to avoid injury, though, I, I, I really don't like the, the whole spin on the inside. That will bring us to the end of the first quarter here at C.G. Schmidt uh, State Broadcast Booth here. When we come back, we'll bring you the second quarter. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers Football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Right now, more than 100,000 children waiting in foster care need our help. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is focused on finding them safe, permanent homes. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. 
is on assignment tonight. It's actually Warren Price here with me in Thumb Prairie, Wisconsin at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast Booth. It's the second quarter. It's going to be second and six for the Hilltoppers. Twins right. Grellinger tight end to your left. More of an H-back. Sends Cam Russell in motion. Gives it to Novotny. Novotny runs behind Russell and goes up field. And he's going to be about a yard short of the first down. Very nice run by Novotny. That is the kind of burst that I was looking for out of Novotny all night. And you got him some space as he was running on the sweep right there. That was a beautiful run. They switch uh, Bollinger up to the right. And they're going to have two receivers right, one to your left. Novotny lines up right of McDevitt, claps the hands, gets the football, fakes the pitch, looks to throw, throws it to the tight end, caught by Ball and Ballinger, and nice catch and run for that conversion. The uh, fake pitch totally confused Kimberly's defense it, there it for a minute. It certainly did. What a great job of misdirection with that play call. Coach Klistinski, nice job on that. Keep Kimberly on their heels. Joe Setti, the offensive coordinator for the Hilltoppers. Two receivers to your right, sends PRB in motion, pitches it to PRB, using Novotny as a lead blocker. We have a penalty for a hold, more than likely. PRB gets enough for the first down, but like I said, with the penalty down, it's likely coming back. It's going to be a hold on the Hilltoppers. And on that jet sweep, it looked like there was a convoy of blockers out there that, that Roby Brown was trying to go behind, but... Yeah, have they made the call yet as to what the penalty was? Nope, but it's going to be a hole, just the area of it. Okay, yeah, they're walking it back right now. So another 10 yards behind. And that puts Marquette back to the 34. Yeah, it's 10 yards from the spot. So it was about two yards beyond the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be first down again, same formation. Sorry, we have tw uh, twins to your right. PRB comes out for a play. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, fans it off to Novotny. Novotny up the middle, fights his way to about the 32-yard line before he's brought down. It's going to be second and long. And as far as, I don't know, you, you, when you're back first and 20, I, I'm not sure. You know, you're only getting about maybe three yards of carry here tonight. Going to have twins to your right again. Cam Russell in the slot. That Hoffman out wide. Bollinger at tight end, Grellinger directly behind him in an H-back position. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, plenty of time, throws it deep down the field to Hoffman, and it's caught! Ooh. Touchdown, Papermakers! McDevitt to Hoffman, touchdown of 32 yards, Hilltoppers up 6 to nothing. Touchdown, Marquette, and wow, what a beautiful catch that was. I mean, McDevitt. Threw a laser out there, a 34-yard laser into the end zone. And, my goodness, that was just uh, left speechless. What a huge play that was for Marquette. Hey, I was right there. I said Hilltoppers, the Marquette Hilltoppers, you know. <laughs> Schmidt in for the extra point to try to make it 7 to nothing. The hold is down. The kick is away. And it is good. It's seven to nothing. Hilltoppers with 10.22 to go here in the second quarter. We do want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being the presenting sponsor of high school sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Gruber Law Offices has been serving our community for over 35 years 
and they are proud to be a part of the city of Milwaukee. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices and they will take care of you. They are there to help you 24-7 and have been serving Wisconsin for over 35 years. Make one call, that's all, at 414-276-6666 or visit gruber-law.com. The Hilltopper is set to kick off from the 40-yard line. The ball on the, the hash closest to us, the left hash as normal. Schmidt in for the kickoff. Beef back deep along with, it looks like, Grimes for the Papermakers. Beautiful post pattern that was, though. I, the kick man. is away. It's a high kick. Going to be returnable, which doesn't happen very often. V up. They're going to do a touchback since it went into the end zone. So it will be a touchback, and Kimberly will be taking over at the 20. And, and clearly now the momentum is with Marquette. You, they, they needed some kind of a big strike play just like that because the game was kind of plodding along a little bit. But nonetheless, Marquette first on the board here. Gives them a lot of confidence. Their defense is doing a great job. Now we'll see what's, what's, what's going on for the next act. They send out Veith alone to the right. Grimes uh, to the right. Yeah, Grimes alone to your left. Tyson in the pistol formation behind Pendleton. Sends Coronado back and forth. Takes a snap. Gives it to Tyson. And Tyson fights his way for maybe a gain of four before being brought down. And a lot of Hilltoppers in on that tackle, but I think one of the main ones is going to be number 95, Tate Kowalik. Kowalik missed some time earlier this season with injury, but he came back strong, and he's one of the top players on this Hilltopper defense, one of the top defensive linemen. He was first team all Greater Milwaukee Conference. Great to see him back in uniform playing football here for the Hilltoppers. Got hurt in week one against Arrowhead. They flipped the receivers. V thought wide to your left. Graham's in the slot I mean, wide to your right. More of a shotgun formation. Sends Coronado in motion again. Takes the snap. Looks to throw. Throws it and it's caught. And he's quickly brought down by O'Brien. It's going to be close to the first down. Maybe about a yard short. P.J. O'Brien had such a good jump on that he almost could have intercepted that pass right there i mean instead he he ended up being right there for the tackle and there were no yards after the catch jack hart checks into the game to make it a four-man front for the hilltoppers meyer in at linebacker and for rotor rotor is battling an ankle high ankle sprain tight formation for kimberly two fullbacks in the game Takes the snap, gives it to the tailback, and he explodes through there. Gets plenty for the first down. Gets to about the 34, and that's going to be first and 10. Tomlinson, Roeder, and uh, Rex uh, Fugman checking into the game for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, some defensive substitutions here for Marquette. Try to keep the, keep some fresh bodies in there, being able to make some plays out here. Uh Kimberly doing a nice job of getting that first down. Same tight formation for Kimberly. No receivers out. Two fullbacks in the game. Sends them in motion. Takes the snap. Gives it to Gavin. And Gavin uh, Tyson. Gavin Tyson fights his way for a gain of maybe two before he's brought down. Beautiful aggressive tackling out there from Marquette. And certainly Ryan Tomlinson in on that. And a couple of others as well. Do believe uh, Nick Womack was, gave him a little bit of help. 
Gabe Coronado limping a little bit, the first-team all-conference tight end for Kimberly. More of a fullback, tight end type role. 6'1", 255, off the size of a guard. But he's the man they keep sending in motion back and forth. They send out two receivers out wide to your left. Pendleton looking over the defense, takes the snap, looks to throw, throws a swing pass to Coronado, and he's got some running room, and he's upended by O'Brien. But it is enough for the first down. They're going to give him the 45-yard line of the papermaker. Kimberly certainly doing a, a nice job on their part of, of, of making first downs. That's at least four or five first downs that they've had in this game. And they're going to keep the clock moving here. But uh, Coronado had a lot of space out there on that left side. Flip the formation with two receivers out to your right. Do set in a tailback now. They put Coronado at the tight end position to your left. Takes the snap, gives it to Doucette, and Doucette breaks a lot of tackles and crosses midfield, still going, and he's brought down at the Hilltopper 35-yard line. Big run by Doucette. Bryce Roeder eventually brought him down, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, Doucette was rumbling. He was rumbling in there in the middle on that dive there. There was a lot of missed tackles there from Marquette. Yeah, he, but, he ran through a number of arm tackles to get that carry. Yes, he did. Doucette still in the tailback position in the pistol formation behind Pendleton. Two receivers to your right. Takes the snap, gives it to Doucette again, and nowhere to go. He's being patient, wow. and he gets blown up by Ryan Tomlinson, Roeder, and it looks like Nigro all bring him down. Doucette had a, uh, <laughs> he had a jump back, jump cut back. To try to get some extra yards. and He got driven back. <laughs> yeah, he got driven. And, and Tomlinson was like, uh-uh, not around here. Mitch Nigro, a very talented linebacker. Uh, uh, first team, all greater Milwaukee conference. All region as well for the Hilltoppers. Going to have one receiver to your right near the formation. One wide to your left. Tyson back in a tailback. Sends the man in motion. Fakes the handoff. Looks to throw. Throws it deep down the field, and it's going to be caught oh. by Veith. And it's going to be a touchdown papermakers. And a nice catch by Veith. He went up and got it over the hilltopper defender. Yeah, he certainly did. That was a move from Veith that a veteran receiver would make when, you know, it's that, that, that pass that you're getting on that post pattern was, was not all that perfect, but he was able to adjust in midair and come and come back reach his arms over up and, and get it and, and the coverage was right there too looked like monreal on the coverage there in for the extra point is uh going to be hunter barry he is 31 to 32 on the season for extra points the hold is down the kick is up and it is good but we have a flag for it's either going to be roughing or running into the kicker. I'm not sure how they're going to call that. We're going to hold it here while we figure out what the penalty is really quick. But it's currently 7-7 after that extra point. My guess is they can take it on the kickoff. Nigro going for the block, and he ended up running into the kicker there. Probably was going to happen there, but yet Nigro... Yep, they're going to do the personal foul, running roughing the kicker. And that's going to be enforced on the extra, I mean, on the on the uh, kickoff. 
We're going to step away for 30 seconds. When we come back, we'll see how the Hilltoppers respond. It's 7-7 with 5.59 to go here in the second quarter. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers Football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Looking for a place to meet up before or after the game? Less Lucky Town of Wauwatosa is the place to be. A community gathering place for almost 30 years. Less is also the perfect spot to grab a bite to eat and watch the game. Less is a proud supporter of Marquette High School Athletics. Check out their latest menu features and upcoming events at less.com. Less Lucky Town, 7208 State Street in Wauwatosa. Visit less.com. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. Warren Price here with me, Joe Damask on assignment. It's tight ball game, 7-7, 5.59 to go here in the second quarter. Kimberly kicking off from the 45-yard line of the Hilltoppers. It's Easy touchback. Are they going to kick it on the ground, though? Nope, they're going to kick it into the end zone, and that's going to be a touchback. It's going to be Hilltopper football starting over at their own 20-yard line to start this drive. And, and all in all, I suppose that penalty didn't cost Marquette too much right there. You, you'd rather your guys be aggressive, you know, go out there and try to lay out and, and, and block a kick like that yeah. so that's fine but what you take away the potential of uh, is Tommy Novotny seven kickoff returns three for touchdowns 95 is his long and Monrio six returns for 126 so I get, it doesn't really hurt them yes but you do take that element out of the game gonna be Cam Russell wide ear left Thad Hoffman wide ear right PRB in the slot left Novotny to the right of Peter McDevitt the senior quarterback Sends PRB in motion, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, swing pass to PRB, turns up field, and gets pushed out of bounds violently at about the 30-yard line. Going to be very close to a first down. And everybody, did he get up? He got up. Yep, He's okay. running. All right, good. They're going to give him a yard short of the first. Roby Brown is, is, is really good on those short passes there, and he's able to, to get a few yards after the catch. Going to have Russell up wide to your left with Hoffman in the slot. Novotny switches to the left of McDevitt. Claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny up the middle. Finds a hole that time. Still going, fights his way to the 36-yard line. That's plenty for the first down. Now this stadium's so high-tech, the uh, down marker even is a push button. You don't have the old-fashioned flipping <laughs> the flip or anything. One, yeah. <laughs> they flip the formation. Russell in the slot to your right. Hoffman wide to your right. Novotny now to the right of the quarterback. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw. Going to keep it as his first read was covered, and he's going to get tackled about the 39-yard line, a gain of a couple. It's going to be second down. And I, and I do... I do like it when McDer when Peter McDervitt does when Peter McDevitt does go out there. I'd like to see him take a few slides though. I don't want to see him taking too many hits out there at the end of his runs. Flip the formation. Russell out wide to the left with Hoffman in the slot. Takes the snap. Gives it to Novotny. Nowhere to go for Novotny. 
and McGivern stuffs him big time, and it's going to be a loss of about about four, and it's going to be third and about nine. Yikes. So an obvious passing down here. You've had some success with PRB, but I would like to see them try to get the ball to Cam Russell. Cam Russell, the 6'3", 190 senior. PRB in the slot to the left with Russell wide to your left, Hoffman wide to your right, Devani to the left of McDevitt. 433 and counting here. Tied ball game at seven. Sends PRB in motion across the formation. Takes the snap. Looks to throw. Has time. Throws it deep to Cam Russell. And it's sliding catch by Cam Russell. Nice catch. And that's a big gain from the Marquette Hilltoppers. And I'm saying, you know, Cam Russell had his guy one-on-one on the outside. I was, you know, it was just time to get that young man involved after he dropped oh, the one Oh, they're pass. changing it to incomplete. Oh, my goodness. And that's going to be fourth down and going to be a hilltopper punt. Boy, that's, that, I don't that's really that tough. One. One, one official called it a catch, and then the other one came in and said no. I do not agree with that one at all. I know it's a difficult job, so and they does, got better angles than us, but that was a nice play by Cam Russell. How does he get overruled like that, though? I, nonetheless, yeah, it was a great catch from what it looked like from us. It, it, it was a great catch from Cam Russell. The papermaker sideline celebrating in joy. The Hilltopper sideline letting the officials have it off of that one. It's going to be a punt from uh, punt from Eric Schmidt and number twenty-two for the papermaker. That will be Thomas Myers. Myers is back with Veith as the returner. Too bad there's no instant replay review. <laughs> Snap is away. The kick is away, and it's a high kick. Fair catch called for. Nope, he muffs it. Who recovers? It looks like Joey Spano was in there for Marquette, but I'm not exactly sure. Both sides are pointing both directions, and it's going to be Kimberly football. It probably changed hands at least three or four times in that pile. Yep, they're giving yep, it to Kimberly. As I said, it probably changed hands at least three or four times in that pile. That's why and you got to be active. limping off. That's not a good. That's, that's not a good thing. That's why you got to have those active hands and strong <laughs> hands, especially when you're in the bottom of a pile like that and you're fighting for those fumble recoveries. Nonetheless, that was a, a rather huge blow for Marquette. But now you got to just dig in on defense here and yeah. come up with a stop. After that overturn, I guess it's fair to say the papermakers have all the momentum right here. Hilltoppers need to make a stop here. Two receivers out to your right. Pistol formation. Tyson in a tailback. Sends a man in motion to the tight end spot. That's Coronado. Pendleton takes the snap. Gives it to Tyson. He goes off to his left. Follows the fumble. football. And it's recovered by Kimberly. But it's going to be a big loss from for the papermakers. I think Nate Schramm was in there helping to jar that ball loose. Yeah, Cole Fisher as fumble. well, knocking it away. And Cole Fisher, yeah, but, but and, and it looked like Nate Schramm almost had a chance to get at, to just drop on that fumble and we recovery. have a flag on the field. And it's looking like it's going to be on the Hilltoppers, unfortunately. Wow, nothing going... Not a whole lot going Marquette's way here for the officials. Personal foul face mask on the papermakers. I mean, on the Hilltoppers, and that's going to give the papermakers a free 15 yards and give them great field position. 
They're going to go up to midfield on this one. And the Hilltoppers backs against the wall. The defense has been a big strength of Marquette this season. Having eight shutouts on the year. Right now we're in a tied game at 7-7. 3.55 to go before halftime. One receiver right, right, one to your left. Looks over the defense. Pendleton takes the snap. Gives it, and we're going to have a dead ball here. It's going to be false start on the paper makers. Back it up five yards. I do believe that's the first penalty. And we have a penalty on the Another one? Hilltopper sideline. It's going to be on sportsman-like, on sportsman-like conduct on the coaching staff. I was just about to say that, and now they're going to be offsetting penalties then. No, one but, the dead the both Well, they're both dead balls. My goodness, so I was going to say that was their first penalty on Kimberly all night. They enforce both of them, so you go back five and up ten. They're discussing, and I'm not sure. You know, And, and you know what? Tensions are going to be high. I mean, this is a high-stakes game right here. The winner of this game is going to state next week. And so They're just emotions are going to be running high. You know, guys, are, and even the coaches, too. you got to be able to kind of keep a calm head about yourself, though. And they're discussing it, but if they're both dead balls, you walk it off, and you walk it off in order that they occurred. You walk it up back five yards, and you walk it up ten yards. So I don't really know what the discussion is. Yeah, that was they, – they called it on the coach. Yep, they're going to walk it back five and then walk it up 15. Oh, my goodness, for a net of 10. But it does give them a first down, unfortunately. So now it's going to be first and 10 at the 40. Very out of character for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, I mean, again, sometimes, you know, the, the, the moment gets kind of big and, you know, tensions are running high down there. There's a lot at stake. But you got to be able to try to control those emotions. And, and now by calling that penalty, the officials have set – they set the tone that they're not going to take anything. Nope. Two receivers to your right, close formation to your left. Doucette in the ball game gives it to Doucette to your, his left, and he fights his way to about the 36-yard line before being pushed back, gain of a couple. And it looked like Bryce Roeder was the main one in on that tackle. Uh. Marquette still staying aggressive here on defense, and they're doing a pretty good job of stopping the run, but it's the pass that's been hurting them all night. I think Kimberly's had one really good run. Other than that, Marquette's done a great job with their run defense. Kimberly gets the ball to start the second half, so key drive here, one receiver each way. Pendleton takes the snap, gives it to the back, and he finds Elena. Another nice carry, and he's brought down enough for the first down. It's going to be first and ten. For the papermakers. Well, I probably shouldn't have said anything about Marquette's stout run defense because right, right there, that was a pretty good run there from Doucette. And he, it looks like he's been getting the really tough yards on the ground there for Kimberly here tonight so far. Doucette still in the game. One receiver each direction for Kimberly. Here's a shot. Kimberly might take a shot to the end zone again here. This is a good spot to do that. Pendleton takes the snap, gives it to Doucette instead, and he's going to fight his way 
inside the 25 to about the 24-yard line. Or what Kimberly can try to do is just try to run some clock down and try to score right before the half and, and, then you and double get dip. the ball. Yeah, and then get the ball, um, give the ball to Marquette with little to no time left. And just like you said, double dip. You know, that's good game management right there. We're under two minutes to go here in the half. One receiver each direction for the paper makers. Pendleton looking over the defense. Doucette still in a tailback. Going to give it to Doucette again off to the left side. And he gets wow. hit hard by Monrio. He filled that hole and tackled him hard. And it's going to be third down. And we have a timeout for Marquette. And we're going to leave it right here and say... Thank you to tonight's broadcast booth sponsor, C.G. Schmidt. They are a proud Marquette University High School supporter. C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. And we also want to tell you all it is time to join the Buckle Up Phone Down movement. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation challenges all Wisconsin drivers to put safety first by taking the two most important actions to prevent or survive a crash. Use your seatbelt on every trip and put down the phone when driving. Buckle up and phone down on every trip, every time. Minute 36 here to go in the first half. Tied ball game, 7-7. And our halftime interview is going to be Coach Sean Raphael, co-host a student-driven podcast at Marquette, also one of the assistant coaches. And it's going to be a big down here, uh, this third down and six for, for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, this is, uh, or for the for the papermakers. Yeah, As they're, well. They're going to have to, yeah. Fast time for the Hilltoppers to get a stop. Well, yeah, for the for them. For for Kimberly, I mean, it's it's a very important down because they want to still keep that clock moving. They don't want to get the ball back to, to Marquette, even if they score on this. But they're still going to have to get that first down. Beath wide to your right, Grams to your left. Doucette still in a tailback. Look for a deep shot here by some Prairie. They're going to give it to Doucette, and he is tackled immediately by the silent G, Pelly <laughs> Orobani, the defensive lineman of the year in the Greater Milwaukee Conference. What a play by Pelly. Certainly was. What a great tackle for loss here, and I'm actually kind of surprised at that play call. I've would have assumed that that would have been a passing down right there on, on third and six, but that run went absolutely nowhere. I mean, Marquette was all over it. The kicker is doing some warm-ups for Kimberly, uh, watching him warm up a little bit here. It's fourth and six at the 24-yard line. Hunter Berry just three of four on field goals on the season. A big kick here by Berry if that is the route that they go, trying to make it a 10-7 to seven ball game the hilltopper coaches quickly talk to the defense getting them ready to go key thing is watch the football do not jump and they will be kicking off hunter barry in for this field goal the 24 yard line of the hilltoppers the holder number 22 thomas mayers on the hold he's going to be holding the football from the 31 yard line it's going to be a Tough field goal here for someone that has only attempted four field goals on the season. It is, and it is huge, so huge at this level if you have and somebody that can make it. Prairie's taking a timeout, so they're going to
going to talk about it really quick here. We'll see if they end up sending the offense back out. Maybe the coach saw something that he didn't like, and he's going to send the offense back out. I don't know. Oh, no, it looks like Barry Hunter is still out there. He hasn't he gone walked, off to the sideline. He's side walking line. off toward the sideline. No. Oh, now he is. No, he is still on the field, though, so I don't know what he's doing at this time. The offense is out there with with the kicker, so I don't really know what some Prairie is going to do here. The kicking block is not on the field, but they are going to keep the kicking team out there. So probably trying to get Marquette to have to overthink this a little bit. So they are still going to kick. Kick the field goal be kicked from about the 31-yard line. All right, which is going to make it a 41-yard attempt. 41-yard attempt here for the paper makers at the Hilltopper 31. Barry 3 for 4 on the season. What a huge play. This high snap. The kick is away, and it is. That's short. No good. The kick is no good, and the Hilltoppers take over with a minute 25 to go here in this first half. That's huge for Marquette to be able to stay in here without going down and you know, minute 25 left to go before halftime here. Really would like to see Marquette get into some kind of field goal range with a hurry-up offense because we know Marquette is more capable of making long field goals at the end yeah. of, of a half right Eric, here. Eric Schmidt, 6 for 10 on the season, but he does have the leg to push it to 50 yards, and I don't really see the flags moving at all. They're uh, dead against the pole. We're going to have PRB in the slot to the left with Cam Russell out wide and Thad Hoffman wide to your right. And the bot near the tailback, McDevitt, the quarterback, looking over the defense. Going to have one deep safety. Claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, throws it to PRB in the slot, and he fights his way and gets out of bounds. Going to be a gain of a few, and that's going to be a like second six. down. They're going to give him six. Sorry. It's hard to tell with the players right there where he's yeah, going out of bounds. Yeah, it, it really is. But That's why uh, I just said a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Empty the backfield. <laughs> going to put Novotny out wide to your right. He has a big touchdown catch on the season. Claps the hands, gets the football, looks to throw, and it's going to be incomplete to Ballinger. Low throw, and he was going to the ground anyways. So probably not the best option on that route either. No, but with the previous reception, PRB, he was able to get out of bounds, so that was huge, and that the clock was stopped. Now we're at 116. Same formation, empty backfield for McDevitt. McDevitt gets the football, quick pass to Cam Russell. Russell gets enough for the first down, and he get gets out. out of bounds, and that's going to be a first down for the Hilltoppers. Clock's going to stop either way. But it's going to be a minute 11 to go here before the half. The Hilltoppers get out to the 35-yard line. It's going to be first and 10. Same formation, quick to the line. Good heads-up play from Cam Russell right there on that last catch, getting out of bounds. McDevitt looking over the defense. Gets the football, looks to throw under pressure, and he's going to be sacked for a big loss at the five-yard loss down to about the 30. They're giving him the 31 clock is moving it's going to be second down hilltopper is one timeout left have to get going we're under a minute to go here we're going to move novotny to uh far wide to your left with cam russell in the slot sam mcgivern was 
was the one that got that sack, by the way, for Kimberly. He is the Fox Valley Association Defensive Lineman of the Year. So we do have a timeout on the field. Some Prairie takes a timeout as the formation uh, looks like they had Reichlin out wide here, right? Um, probably going to serve as a lead blocker. Um, I saw him running back from the near the uh, Kimberly sidelines. I didn't see him go out there at first, but I look up and he's coming back with that Hoffman uh, from the right. <laughs> well, Marquette's got to give some pretty good. They've got to give some better protection here for Peter McDevitt. If you're going to try to eat some yards out here before the half with only 51 seconds left, you're, you're sitting at second and 13 right now. Got to give McDevitt some, some, some protection and give him some time back there to find these receivers, to find your Cam Russell, to find PRB. Two receivers each way for the Hilltoppers. Novotny moves to the backfield, help with some blocking, I'm assuming. Claps the hands, gets the football. McDevitt throws it to Hoffman, and Hoffman went in, and he was expecting, it looks like, Hoffman to go out, and he didn't, and that's going to be third and 13 for the Hilltoppers. Well, you know, now I'm almost wondering if you just kind of run it. Well, I guess they're not going to run it, but I, I would say you just maybe try to run it and kill some time and punt this thing away. Two receivers left to the right, Novotny to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. Takes the snap, gives it to Novotny. Novotny up the middle, fights his way to about the 39-yard line to bring up fourth down, and we're under 40 seconds to go here in this half, and uh, it doesn't look like the... Uh, paper, the paper makers are going to take a timeout. They're yeah. going to let this clock run down. Okay, and that's why I was saying that they should they should run the ball. Is that you know you want the clock then to keep running, and and make Kimberly have to use a timeout if they want to get the ball back. But now you know it's still running. We're at 15 seconds. The offense looking like deciding if they're going to run another play yet or not. If they nope, they're looking like they're going to take it to halftime. The offense is still out there, and we're under four seconds. Three. And that will bring us, nope, we're going to have a quick timeout by uh, Marquette. They're going to take it down to two minutes and try to have one deep pass. Just a reminder, our halftime interview is Coach Sean Raphael, who is the, uh, Raffaelli, who is a co football coach here at Marquette, and he co-hosts a student podcast at Marquette. Alex Telez had a chance to talk to him um, earlier this week, and it'd be great to hear what he has to say. And I guess is you're probably going to try to go deep to uh, Cam Russell here. Yeah, with two seconds left, there's not a whole lot you can do. You can either try to do that, or you, <laughs> or you take it down and try not to risk <sighs> McDevitt getting a taking a big hit or a, a fumble in the backfield or anything like that. But no, it looks like they're going to go. Yeah. You have Hoffman and Russell out to the left. Hoffman in the slot, Russell out wide. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, plenty of time. Throws it deep down the field towards Russell, and it's going to be incomplete. And that will take us to halftime. After two quarters here at the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth, it is Kimberly 7, Marquette 7. We come back, you hear the halftime interview from Alex Telez with Coach Sean Raphael. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers Football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next.
At Annex Wealth Management, we believe every portfolio tells a story. After all, we've analyzed thousands. Some reflect diligence and fortitude. Others, a mishmash of overlapping investments. When Annex reviews your portfolio, we spot what works, what might not, and then provide unbiased suggestions free from sales commissions. Every portfolio tells a story. Let's work on yours. Investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning. As a fee-only fiduciary, that's our story. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. It is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices. Now to Alex Tellez with your halftime. Hello and welcome into the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers Halftime Show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I am Alex Tellez here, joined by Coach Raff, Sean Raffaelli, and a couple of Marquette Hilltopper players. First, I just want to ask, how are you guys doing? And to introduce yourself so everyone knows who you are. Hi, I'm Coach uh, Sean Raffaelli. Been in Marquette since 1991. Uh, I'm Joey Spano. I'm a senior here at Marquette. And I'm Murphy Monreal, senior at Marquette as well. All right. Now, these first two questions are going to be for Coach Raff. First one, Marquette High is known for academics and exceptional athletics. Why are athletics so important to a young student? Well, I think they complete their life. I think um, being on a team of any type is a great, great way to go. It, it builds uh, life skills, learning skills. And um, it's something that they can carry with them after their football career or baseball career is over. And then Market High also has a reputation for growing young men as a whole student. How do you think the school's culture helps with that development? I, I you know, I think the school is absolutely incredible. I, I, um, I did not go here, uh, but I feel like a member of this place just through my coaching and now student supervising. And I, the school does so much uh, away even from the sports. That helps develop the uh, student. There's so many clubs and uh, activities for them to pursue. Now, you guys also do a podcast, which I believe you actually just taped before this. Can you tell us some things about the podcast, like the name, who's in it, and what it's exactly about? Yeah, uh, we've created this podcast. We've been doing it for like, I think, I believe it's eight weeks now. We just had uh, Coach Basham. So we've got some cool guys that have done it. Um, Dara Gumawale we had yesterday, as well as Coach Jake Moreland. And, you know, we started out kind of just, Flipping around, but then we realized it was pretty interesting. We learned a lot about people, and it's kind of taken off since then. Yeah, and go off of that, you know, we had we have a couple of seniors. We have a couple of study halls, and you know, Raph is our uh, supervisor, and so I'll be in our off period, and you know, he's our coach, so we, we really got to know him as well through it. And um, like Joey said, just kind of took off and had a lot have a lot of fun with it, and you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Hey, yeah, and uh, what is the name of the podcast? Uh, it's wrapping the meatballs. How'd you guys come up with that? Well, you got three Italians in one room. It's a lot, <laughs> a lot going on here. <laughs> All right. When we come back, I want to talk about what a special year it has been for you guys as not only a team, but a school. You guys' great defense and what it exactly means to be a Hilltopper. You are listening to the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers Halftime Show and the award-winning 1017 The Truth. 
Marquette Hilltoppers football is presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky's Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of C.G. Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from C.G. Schmidt. The Mo is calling. For years, people around the world have been united by the power of the moustache. This Movember, unite to take on mental health, suicide, prostate and testicular cancers. Come together, grow together, raise funds, save lives. Change the face of men's health. Sign up at Movember.com. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth, founded in partnership with Uber Law Offices. One call, that's all. 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. This is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Welcome back to the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers halftime show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I am Alex Les here joined by Coach Raff, Sean Raffaelli, and two Marquette High Hilltopper players, Murphy Monreal and Joe Spano. Now this one is for all of you, and we're going to start here with Murphy and then Joe, and then we'll go to Coach Raff. It has been a special year for you guys. You guys are one win away from getting to the state championship. Can you guys just talk about the bond you have as a team and the hard work you guys have put in this year? Uh, yeah, so, you know, we kind of, we, we, we had high expectations going into this year. And, you know, we obviously, we started off with, with a tough loss. It was very close, but we, we, we weren't discouraged. And then we went on a little bit of a run. And then kind of what changed our season was a little roadblock in the middle. Um, was our homecoming game, and that kind of, you know, we realized, you know, we we can we can lose some, we can win some games, but we can also lose some games. So we really gotta come together and, you know, play as a team, and you know that's what led to this run that we're going on. And you know, we got one more game to state, and yeah. So I mean, we just came together and played as brothers. Yeah, I think the unity we've had this year is uh, also pretty important. Most of our guys have been playing together for at least four years, some even longer, with the uh, with the junior program. So I think as seniors, you know, coming out on our last couple of games here, it's been exciting, and you know, we've worked pretty hard for this, and it's it's cool to see it all come together. Uh, the kids, the kids have been unified. Their focus each and every week is getting stronger and stronger and better and better. And we could probably don't let Coach Kostinski hear this, but we could probably skip practice every week and just go right to the game. The kids <laughs> are that focused, and they're and they're just. 
they want to play that game and they, they, they want to do the best they can and they will. And I'm not going to say they're on a mission, but uh, we, we're going to be three-fifths of the way home. And uh, this game against Kimberly is going to be uh, a very tough, tough environment. Yeah, you guys have had a great defense this year. You guys have shut out eight teams in your 12 games, and I have even referenced you guys in some of the pregame shows as the Legion of Boom Seahawk teams with all your great defensive backs. <laughs> Can you guys talk about what makes your guys' defense so great? I mean, yeah, we have, you know, on defense we have a lot of returning guys from last year, and I think that was definitely part of it. You know, we're, we got used to playing with each other, and, uh, you know, we've got – you know, that chemistry. And then, obviously, we lost a couple seniors from last year, but the guys that, you know, came in and filled those spots, you know, really just gelled with us really well. And, obviously, we have, you know, Coach K and Coach Becker that, you know, have done a great job coaching us. And, you know, they believe in us and they've been, kept encouraging us. But they are, they're also very hard on us, which keeps us motivated and, you know, led to a lot of success with our defense. Yeah, you know, I believe we don't. We're not a team with one or two star players on the defense. You know, we got 11 guys that you know give it all uh, every game and go pretty hard. So I think there's not a lot of holes in that in that defense, and that's what makes us um, so you know great on defense. Yeah, just to echo what uh, Joey said, I think the defense is not. There's not really 11 players out there. It's just kind of one group of guys out there with the same mission. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, eight shutouts in 12 games is impressive. Last question for you guys. I just want to thank you guys again for taking the time out of your busy day to do this. Uh, can you guys just talk about what it is like to be a Hilltopper and a part of such a great school like Marquette High? Uh, yeah, you know, I think the brotherhood is so apparent um, in the school, especially through sports um, like football. Going to school with these guys for four years, you definitely get a bond. And I don't think it's just the four years um, here that, you know, that bond stays. It goes after school. You know, all the alums still have great relationships and I think it's not just a friendship that gets built here you know it's a brotherhood yeah going off that you know the, the podcast we have you really exemplify kind of what Billy said there is you know they, they it comes up week after week that you know brotherhood the brotherhood lasts after high school and you know that's that's kind of what it means to be, be a helicopter that these are lifelong relationships that you know that you have with these guys and and you know obviously football helps with that I would say it's the most welcoming environment that I have ever been a part of. It is just uh, an incredible atmosphere every day. I work part-time here. Um, I'm retired now, and just to even come in here every day is uh, it's just a great privilege for me. All right. Well, thank you guys very much again for doing this. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Yep, no problem. You guys have a good day. You too. That was Coach Raff, Sean Raffaelli, and two Marquette High Hilltoppers players, Murphy Monreal and Joe Spano. I want to thank all of them again one last time for taking the time out of their busy day to do this. As we are set to kick it right back to play-by-play hosts Evan Wittalison and Warren Price live at the Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium for the call of tonight's game. This has been your Marquette University High School Hilltoppers halftime show and the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Marquette Hilltoppers football is presented by... Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Is there anything sweeter than the crisp sound of a driver when it connects purely with the ball? Many golfers evaluate the quality of their shot by the sound it makes. You may feel the same about your financial plan. Something doesn't seem, look, or sound right. 
Think of Annex Wealth Management as financial swing doctors. We'll give you the truly objective analysis that comes from a fee-only fiduciary with no products to push or commissions to chase. If you need help, talk to our pros. Get started at AnnexWealth.com. Meals from those years are hard to forget. It was all white bread and whole milk, hamburger casseroles and quiche Lorraines, all with a side of cigarettes. We ate salads as desserts. We knew a party was classy if it had a cheese log. And we never missed an after-dinner smoke. It didn't matter if we were in our dining rooms, a burger joint, or the ritziest of restaurants. There'd be an ashtray on every table. And that very particular flavor in every meal. We smoked for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's amazing that our food could taste like anything else. If that was you, then get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at screenyourlungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Losing sleep lately? The job, the house, the headlines, or investments? How about the feeling your investment partner isn't a partner at all? They might be operating in someone's best interest, but that someone isn't you. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. It's easy. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click the Get Started button. We work in your best interest as a fiduciary. That commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing. Does your advisor do that? Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Start at AnnexWealth.com. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Production sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy, so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Wisconsin. This message presented by the WIAA and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. 
We are back here at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast booth here at Ashley Field at the Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. It is tied up 7-7 here to start the second half. Kimberly getting the football to open open up the half, but we'll see how the Hilltopper defense responds on this opening drive of the second half. Other action going on. Franklin up over Sussex, Sussex Hamilton at halftime, 21 to nothing. The winner of this game gets the winner of Franklin and Sussex Hamilton a week from today at 4 p.m. at Camp Randall Stadium, just down the road where we are at Sun Prairie. And do you want to get Warren quick your uh, thoughts on that first half as we are about a minute 35 to go here in halftime? What are your thoughts here about the first half, and what do you need to see from Marquette here in the second? I, I think that um, there were some some plays that were left out on the field, and I, I really, really would li have liked to have seen that catch that they overruled on Cam Russell. Uh, I, I really thought that that was a reception right there, and, and who knows what would have happened. Nonetheless, I would like to see Marquette – utilize the uh the air attack a little bit more now i know that they have to run novotny to keep to keep that defense honest but novotny really hasn't had too many good runs here tonight i i think that you're gonna have to get prb and and thad um thad hoffman involved and and cam russell and the the line and, and maybe you might even have to bring somebody in for some extra protection because the defensive line for kimberly like i said they are legit um but I, I do believe also that this close game like this, Kimberly has played in a lot of close games this season. They've had, uh, you know, a good four or five games where they've been really close. So they know how to play in, in, in really close games and, and, you know, when to be able to get a, a, a play that, that's going to turn the tide here for them. And, and Marquette, yeah, you know, they could play as a close game, but really Marquette's been in a whole lot of blowouts this year. And so sometimes I think that, you know, with with being there before kind of makes a difference. And I think that Kimberly has got a lot of confidence here, um, and they are going to be getting the kickoff. So this very this first possession for Kimberly here is very important for Marquette to be able to get a stop. And, I mean, you know, the longer that this thing stays close like this, the more confidence that Kimberly is going to have out there. And I think if you're Marquette, you got to be able to, to take care of business out there, but you also have to squash some of the confidence too. Yeah, the last time uh, uh, Marquette had seven points at the half would have been week one against Arrowhead, and they ended up losing that game 21 to, uh, 21 to 14. That was the last time I think I remember it being uh, them at seven. It might have been 14-14 all, honestly. It, uh, it's been so long ago. But that's the last time I've seen uh, the offense of Marquette struggle so much. Even in the loss to Sussex-Hamilton, the offense came out swinging pretty, pretty early and unfortunately didn't go well for them that night. Eric Schmidt in to kick off the left hash at the 40-yard line. The ready-for-play whistle is in. The run-up and the kick is away. And that's a high kick going to be into the end zone for a touchback. And the paper makers will be taking over at the 20. I do want to apologize to Hilltopper Nation for uh, being wrong <laughs> on my touchdown call. That was, you know, I got a little excited there. And I looked at my sheet and I read what was in front of me. I feel like um, 
uh, what's his name from Anchorman, Ron Burgundy, just reading what's in front of him there. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Hilltopper so. Nation has a lot of love for you, Evan. You've been here so. all season long here. I think they can forgive you for this one little gap. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be ran out of town if, though, you're, if not. You're good. You are good. Kimberly takes over at the 20-yard line. Two receivers out to your left. Tyson in the backfield takes the snap, gives it to fights the handoff to Tyson, knocked in the air and broken up by O'Brien. And that's going to be a second and ten. Look, I'll tell you something, man. P.J. O'Brien has been on point tonight with his coverage out there. That's the second time, and they were on that side of the field, too, where he was able to recognize a pass going to his cover, and he got a really good jump on it. They flipped the formation. Twins to your right. Pendleton in a quarterback. More of a shotgun formation this time rather than the pistol. Pendleton takes the snap, gives it to Doucette, and he's got nowhere to go. Maybe gets a couple. It's going to be a gain of about two or three on that one. And so now this is going to be an obvious passing down here for Kimberly. So Marquette's got to be ready. And they were a little susceptible to some of the pass plays there in the first half uh, where there was a lot of space out there on the left side. So you want to watch out for that. O'Brien matched up on Veith. Monrio matched up on the slot receiver. Grimes, two receivers to your left. Twins left. Pendleton at quarterback still. Takes the snap, looks to throw, throws it, and it's, oh, it's caught, but, ooh, it's going to be He's a first be down. They're going to give it to him. That was a tough catch by Grimes. The, re the defender was there immediately to try to break it up, and he fought it for that one. Yeah, Monreal was there on that coverage. I wasn't. Yeah, that that was a really good pass. I mean, that, you can't get much better coverage than that. Sometimes guys are going to be out there. The guys are going to make a play, you know. And, and yeah. sometimes you just have to tip your cap to the to your opponent. Flip the formation. Twins to your right. Doucette in a tailback behind the quarterback, takes the snap, gives it to Doucette, and Doucette nowhere to go as he gets maybe a gain of one. It's going to be second and nine. Nice job by Silent G and, uh, yeah, Pelly Orobani on that tackle. I believe Nate Schramm was in on that tackle as well, and Marquette's defense, the, uh, the front seven, doing a very good job here tonight. Tyson back in a tailback for the papermakers. Pistol formation directly behind Pendleton. Two receivers to your right. Pendleton takes the snap, gives it to Tyson up the middle, and Tyson runs into a wall and gets maybe a yard, and it's going to bring up third and about eight. They are going to give him a yard. Yep, Shram in, the, in on that one again with a couple others, but his was the number that I was able to actually see. Cole Fisher checks out of the game. They're going nickel package here as add an extra linebacker and Evan Meyer and add an extra defensive back in Malik Lee. Malik Lee has three interceptions on the season, including two fumble returns for touchdowns. He is a playmaker on defense. We're going to have two receivers to your right. Tyson in the pistol directly behind Pendleton. Takes the snap, looks to throw, moves to his right, throws it across the middle, caught, wow. and going to have enough for the first down. They're giving him the 41-yard line. Nice catch by Veith. He went up and got it. Coverage is there, but 
but they're going up and making plays on these football to move the chain they, once again. They are. Nick Womack was, was there on the coverage. Bryson Veith, um, Carson Pendleton, let me just say, he's doing a great job of putting the ball where his receivers can get it. Bryson Veith came into this game as the leading receiver for Kimberly with uh, 648 yards, eight touchdowns, and he's got an, one tonight. We have Veith wide to your right. Graham's out to your left. Doucette in a tailback. Gives it to Doucette off the left. And he runs into Silent G. And he takes him down <laughs> along with, it looks like, Fisher. And Roeder is hurt. And he uh, coming well, in with big. an ankle injury. And it looks like he's banged up again. Hopefully he is okay. While the training staff tends to him... We want to thank the dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Milk has been building champions for centuries. Why? Research shows that real milk builds pre-game muscle and low-fat chocolate milk restores post-game muscle for athletes like few other beverages. That's why pro athletes, uh, players know they're going to need milk to fuel their performance. Learn the inspiring stories at GoingToNeedMilk.com brought to you by the dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Rotor walking off under his own power. Uh, that's good sight to see. Should be uh, okay. Yeah, Evan Meyer had to come into the game for Rotor. He plays quite a bit himself. He's got 38 tackles on the season, 10 tackles for loss, uh, three sacks on the year. So, yeah, Rotor, it's a loss, but Evan Meyer is more than capable out there. Same formation as before. Beef uh, to his wide right. Graham's out to the left. Tyson a tailback. Takes the snap, gives it to Tyson up the middle, and Tyson fights his way for a gain of about three, maybe four. That's going to bring up third down. And Murphy Monreal in on that tackle as Doucette was able to get to the second level of the defense right there. Monreal with 84 tackles coming into this game. Both safeties for the Hilltoppers get a lot of tackles. Ryan Tomlinson coming in with 90 and Mur Murphy Monrio coming in with 84. Yeah, they do a great job of being able to play up and, and get in the scrum uh, against the run. We have two receivers out to your left. set in the tailback position. A shotgun formation is Pendleton. Pendleton takes the snap, looks to throw, has some time, throws it, and it's incomplete. Wow. Knacker thought he had a break on that football, and I thought he did too. Man, I thought Knacker was going to that. But that ball got out through there somehow, and it goes incomplete. Yeah, I thought Josh Knacker was going to get the pick. And, and, and honestly, if he had the pick, there was nothing but no. green pastures in front of him. Man, that, was a, that would have been a pick six right there. Lance Doring in the punt for the first time tonight for Kimberly. Tyson is the up back. The snap is away. The kick is away. And it's going to be hit down and go out of bounds. And the Hilltoppers will be taking over the football at looking about the 30-yard line. I think one of their best field position of the night. Yes, it, it certainly is. And, and Kimberly took a lot of time off the clock, actually. There's 7.40 left to go here in the third quarter. Um, you know, they had a couple first downs in there. And... Uh, so now Marquette's got to come up with a sustained drive here. I, I, I don't think you need to go for it 
right off of the bat here and maybe try to get a sustained drive and get your defense a little bit of rest. Three receivers out to your right. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny. Novotny goes up the mid, uh, to the left, and he gets a couple yards before being brought down. It's going to be second down. He's a little mad at himself because if he gets away from that tackler, he's got open field in front of him. Yeah, certainly. I think he could have got at least another 10 yards after had he broke that tackle. Same formation, three receivers to your right. Novotny switches to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. He'll, the papermaker showing blitz, takes the snap, gives it to Novotny. Novotny makes a nice spin move and fights his way to the 40. That's going to be a first and 10 for the Hilltoppers. And that was a nice job of going right back to him, and it looked like almost the same exact play. Same formation, trips to your right. McDevitt looking over the defense. Claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny again. Break, uh, almost breaks an arm tackle, and he goes, trips up, and he's going to lose a couple. Well, I don't, I don't think you could run that play three times in a row like that. The second time, he got more yards than the first. But Kimberly was all over that one with uh, Hanlon on a yeah, with, tackle. with Hanlon. They're going to empty the backfield here on second and 13. Novotny out wide to your right. Hoffman in the slot. PRB in the slot to your left with Cam Russo. Bollinger in a tight end, takes a snap, looks to throw, throws it to PRB, and he is just going to be just short of the original line of scrimmage, gained about two. It's going to bring up third and 11. PRB wasn't even open. <laughs> he kind of, McDevitt kind of, he kind of passed him open on that one. Trips formation to your right. Hoffman out wide, Russell in the slot, PRB uh, the near slot. McDevitt looks over the defense, gets the football, moves to his right, looking to throw, looks to throw, throws it, and it's going to be incomplete, and that's going to bring up a fourth and 11 for the Hilltoppers. Wow, I, I, and I know that they tried to go with, with the run with Novotny, but there wasn't – Marquette did not take a lot of time off the clock right there. Um, Kimberly is is well ahead in time of possession here. And now you got to try your defense back out there if you're Marquette. Beef out there to return this deep along with Thomas Mayers, Eric Schmidt, and to kick off – I mean, the punt that both punts have been fair caught. The last one was muffed that Kimberly was able to recover. Good snap. The kick is away. It's a high punt. Spiral. Going to be fielded at the inside of the 25 at about the 22. Fair catch is called for, and it's going to be first and 10 for Kimberly. And so now the defense, Marquez, defense is going to have to dig back in here. And like I said, I would have liked to have seen a little more time of possession for the offense to at least try to give the defense a little bit of rest. Remember the point that I made is that uh, I believe Kimberly ended up punting, but there was about seven, seven and a half minutes left to go in the in the first, so they had already taken off five minutes. And so that's, you know, the defense is out there for a while. Marquette's so see if they can get it. Marquette's defense is going to have to come up with a big play to swing the tide of this game. Two receivers out to your left, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, throws, and it's... Broken up, nice coverage there by O'Brien. He knocked it out of the receiver's hands, and it's going to be second and 10. Well, Marquette's 
corners have been doing a pretty good job of, of defending those slant patterns and those uh, and those short curls. They've done a better job than they did on the first possession of the game. Yeah, the corners for Marquette, the starting corners, O'Brien and Womack, have a combined six interceptions on the year. The safety positions combined three interceptions on the year. And the nickel corner, Malik Lee, with three interceptions on the year. So the secondary for the Hilltoppers gets a lot of turnovers. Takes a snap, gives a handoff to Tyson up the middle, and he fights his way to about the 26-yard line before being brought down. And Cole Fisher is loading it up. And we have an offensive lineman down for Kimberly. Rough game out here. I yeah. think 90. Yeah, he needs to go down and get some some attention here. Cole, Cole Fisher. Uh, he was limping pretty badly here. So as the trainers tend to the injured parties, we're going to take a moment uh, to thank Rural Mutual Insurance, a sponsor of the WIAA. Uh, when you're faced with the challenge, how you respond determines the real winner. Rural Mutual believes there's something more important than just winning or losing a game. They believe that the team, the school, and the fans who support their athletes with dignity and class are the true champions. Rural Mutual is the proud sponsor of the WIAA Rural Mutual Insurance Sportsmanship Award since it started in 1965. From football, volleyball, to soccer, to tennis, the award recognizes more than team sportsmanship. It recognizes the sportsmanship matters in your community as well. Visit RuralMutual.com WIAA and see how our team and your community can work together to be true champions. The other injured player out there was uh, Kimberly's center, number 60, Nathan Rathcamp, and he was able to walk off the field under his own power, so he's okay as well. He's okay. Good he walked off under his own power. Unfortunately, you're going to have a backup center who's going to be number 53 for Kimberly coming in on this third down play here. It's going to be third and six. We have trips to the lap for the first time here tonight. Pendleton looks to throw, throws it, and it's caught but it's going to be short of the first. Yep, it's going to be short of the first down. It's going to bring up fourth and one. Josh Knacker with great coverage and a great tackle for Marquette. And uh, can't tell if the offense is staying out there or not. Then it looks like they are. Oh, this is huge. This is huge. If you don't get a first down, you're giving Marquette prime field position right here on their own 32. They are taking a lot of time, and we're going to have a timeout for Kimberly. That's but bold. We're going to step away for 30 seconds. When we come back, it's going to be fourth and one, tied up at seven here in late in the third quarter. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Earth Justice is a national legal nonprofit fighting to save lives, protect our climate, and strengthen our economy through the shift to zero emissions. Visit us at earthjustice.org. Earth Justice, because the earth needs a good lawyer. When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. We're back here at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast booth here at Ashley Field at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. 
the offense is staying in the game here for the Kimberly Papermakers. Key play here on this fourth and one situation. Tied ball game at seven. We have a the linebacker for Kimberly and a quarterback, and he keeps it, and he fights his way for that first down. That was Brandon Elfison who got that carry for that first down. Oh, that was pretty bold, but now you've got another papermaker that's injured and on the ground. It's Abe Coronado, the uh, tight end fullback, um, is that injured player. So we have an injured player out there. It's going to be first and 10 uh, for Kimberly. 7-7 ball game here and they got that first down in the fourth and one now it's up to the defense to force another fourth down preferably fourth and a little bit longer so they were going to have to punt and you know Abe Coronado is going to be a huge loss if he can't come back for Kimberly uh, as he is he was the first team all Fox Valley Association on offense yeah they have Four first-team all-conference players for Kimberly on offense. Uh, Bryson Beef, Carson Pendleton, Nick Plowman, and Abe Coronado. Second team, Grayson uh, Mitchler, the left ha uh, left guard for for uh, Kimberly. And they have, an, uh, sorry, that was honorable mention for Grayson. And running back Gavin Tyson is second team all-conference. Yeah, they, they have some stars well representing, and oh boy. Yeah, you hate to see coming. this out of anybody, but Coronado is being helped off of the field, and he is not putting any weight on his right leg. So I, it, as of right now, that looks pretty doubtful to me that he's going to come back if he can't even walk off on his own. Aaron Cullen wide to the right for the Kimberly paper maker. Uh, Beef out wide to your left with Grams in the slot to your left. First time we've seen them go this formation really tonight. Normally they have just two receivers on the field. They did go trips a couple plays earlier on this drive. Um, Tyson a tailback, a pistol formation for Pendleton. Pendleton looking over the defense. See if Marquette can gets take the advantage. football, gives it to Tyson up the middle, and Tyson gets wow. tackled after maybe a yard. It's going to be second and nine. Nigro celebrating that tackle, pounding his chest. Yeah, some stout defense right here for Marquette. Stepping up to the challenge, they realize that there are two injuries here on Kimberly's offense with their starting center and their starting tight end, and, and that might energize the defensive front here. Going to have trips to the right. Doucette in at the tailback position. Shotgun formation for Pendleton. Doucette to the right of the quarterback. Takes the snap, looks to throw. Swing pass is there, and it's caught, and he gets brought down quickly. They're going to give him no gain. That's going to be third and nine. Josh Knacker with a great open field tackle right there. If he misses that tackle... That's a first down for sure. There was nobody else out there. He was out on an island. It's going to be third down and about nine here for Kimberly. The papermakers looking to convert again on this drive. They've been converting quite frequently here tonight in these situations. Marquette looking to get a big stop here on third down. Get a stop here, maybe a, 
allow a, a yard or two, you're likely forcing a punt. What you don't want to do is make it a fourth and short because we've seen Kimberly will be going for it. Three receivers to your left. Shotgun formation for Pendleton. Pendleton takes the snap, looks to throw. Under pressure, goes off to his right, has running room, and he gets tackled short of the first down. It's going to be fourth and about three or four. Nick Womack was able to come up and make that tackle, but yeah, I, I do believe Kimberly's going to be about. They are going to punt, though. Three or four, yeah, yeah, three three yards short. They're going to go ahead and punt, but you know, if it was one yard, yeah, I think that they were going for it. I think that was going to be four down territory. Some confusion there for Marquette, and we're going to have a timeout for Kimberly as there is some confusion there. They did not want to get caught with too many men on the field here or legal substitution, so they smartly take the time out. And you give uh, Kimberly a chance to think about this one. Um, do they try to move the chains again on fourth and three, or do they punt? So smart timeout. However, you get Kimberly a chance to reexamine what they want to do here. Yeah, but and I, I do think that Kimberly is still going to punt here. I mean, fourth and three is a lot to ask, and if you don't get that, you're, you're giving the ball – back to Marquette in their own territory as the ball is uh, is on the 43 right now. But, yeah, they're still going to punt. The punting team staying out. But the watch for the fake, though, the up back is Gavin Tyson, second team all-conference, has 900 yards rushing on the season. Just watch for him on Rio back alone deep. And they're under center trying to get Marquette to jump. They don't. He goes back again. But watch that direct snap. He's not going to direct snap it. The punt is away. And it's a line drive punt. Bounces. Going to take a big Kimberly bounce. Monrio picks it up to keep it from going any further. And he goes nowhere on that return. Probably could have left it alone. I was but Monrio oh. does have that green light to always make that play. Good hands and a bold decision right there. I probably would have just got away from that thing because the way it was hopping, it was just really unpredictable. But nonetheless, Monreal makes a smart decision for uh, you know for a senior. Trust his leadership out there. And uh, now Marquette's got they got some work to do. Yeah, he had a similar situation a week ago where he picked it up and took it past midfield. So. They do trust them in that situation. We have twins to your left, one receiver to your right. McDevitt sends a man in motion. Sends a man back across the formation, takes the snap, gives it to PRB. It bobbled it initially, but he gets past the 20, cuts it upfield, gets to the 30-yard line, getting the 31. Nice carry there by Peyton Roby Brown. Great end around there. Bobbled it initially, but secured it, and he was off. This kid's got something special to him. I, Peyton Roby Brown, he's got a lot of excitement and energy to him. One receiver each direction, sends Cam Russell in motion across the formation, takes the snap, fakes the handoff under immediate pressure, and he's going to get sacked. Oh, you And can't. that's a backwards pass. And do Kimberly's going to recover that and take over. We do have a flag down, though. And, oh, Marquette did recover, thankfully. But we do have a flag down likely going to be for intentional grounding yeah you just got to eat that one for the sack if you are peter mcdevitt um I, that had the potential for absolute disaster right there he was wrapped up 
and he was turned around, and I, I don't even know if he knew exactly where he was, but what he did was he threw it to the backfield, so that's a live ball because that's, that's considered a lateral. Or a oh, penalty on Kimberly. Wow. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Kimberly. What a bailout. That's huge. If that's the case. No, maybe they're not. they're not. Maybe they're waving it off. He indicated this, which he, is unsportsmanlike, he, and pointed towards Kimberly. Yeah, I saw that too. So I don't know what's going on here. But second and 32 takes the, gives it to Novotny. Novotny really nowhere to go, which has been the case most of today. Uh, Novotny normally getting some explosive carries, but he really has nowhere to go. Gets just beyond the 10-yard line and given the – Looks like the 12-yard line. Yeah, I feel like you call another run right here and then you punt this thing out of there because you don't want any more mistakes happening so deep in your own territory. Hilltoppers, 10-2 and two, uh, from the Grado Metro Conference. Number of all-conference players for Marquette. Going to have two receivers to your left. Sends Hoffman in motion, takes the snap, gives it to Hoffman on a jet sweep, and Hoffman fights his way to about the 20, and that's going to bring up fourth down and about 21, and we're going to have a Marquette punt. Under a minute to go here in the third quarter. And hopefully Eric Schmidt can give you a, a, a really good punt and try to get you some good uh, some good field position for the uh, field position battle here because, you know, it, it's deep in Marquette's territory right now, so you just want to try to get a leg up on the field position battle. Fourth and 22 from the 20-yard line. Schmidt in the punt. Veith back deep for Kimberly. Over the punter's head. He comes down with it, though. Punts away, and it's a high punt going to bounce at just about the 46-yard line and go out of bounds. Great field position for Kimberly, but great job by Schmidt even getting that punt off. Yeah, I was going to say that was not a very good snap. And... He, he did a great job of being, but he had to jump. He had to leave his feet to jump to get that snap. Otherwise, that was going over his head into the end zone and possibly a safety. And, I mean, you know, you have to watch little procedural mistakes like that, man. This is a close game here. You tied at seven. You got 20 seconds left to go in the third quarter. State qualifier, winner goes on to play at Camp Randall next week. It's, it's going to be tight the rest of the way out here. Veith and Graham's out wide, pistol formation. Tyson at the tailback, takes the snap, gives to Tyson. Tyson has some running room and gets inside the 40 to about the 39-yard line, and that likely will take us to the end of the third quarter. Quarterback walking towards the sidelines. We're under 10 seconds. Um, tied ball game here, 7-7, and that will take us to the end of the third quarter. After three, it's Kimberly 7, Marquette 7. We'll be back in 30 seconds to bring you this fourth quarter action here at Sun Prairie, uh, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin here. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers Football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. 
headlines, texts, emails, the TV, the computer, the phone, even your smartwatch every day. Market volatility can lead to anxiety and planning paralysis. No surprise, Americans report being stressed about their investment and retirement plans. Turn down the media roar. Dial up the planning. Put Annex Wealth Management on your side for investment and retirement guidance that includes tax and estate planning. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan witt Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. We're back here at C.G. Schmidt Broadcast booth at the Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium at Ashley Field. It is second and four. Same formation as we had. One receiver each direction for this papermaker offense. Tyson at tailback. Pendleton in the quarterback takes a snap, gives to Tyson. He goes off to his left, and he gets stuffed for no gain. Josh Knacker is there to bring him down. Boy, the Marquette front seven is just so stout. They're so good. They've only... They haven't given up too many big runs here tonight, and it seems like when they need a good play, they are able to be effective in getting penetration into that offensive line and, and, and stopping stopping the runs. If not for a, a loss of yards, at least you know maybe only giving up one or giving up none. Third and four. Four down territory here for Kimberly. We have two receivers to your right. Doucette in a tailback, and a fake the handoff to Doucette. Backup quarterback in the game is going to keep it, and he's going to fight his way for that first down. It's going to be first and 10 papermakers. And Kimberly needed to pull off some kind of misdirection right there because Marquette has been really all over their running game here tonight. So that was a good play call from Kimberly sometimes. Like I said, you got to tip your cap to the offense for making a good play. Braden. Elvis Epheson still in the game here. He uh, did have a touchdown pass last week, but he's more of a running style quarterback. Going to have one receiver each way. Doucette to his left. Sends a man in motion across the formation. Quarterback going to keep it off to his right. Has a running room and he gets inside. Gets to the 30-yard line. Going to bring up a second and seven. Got, only got about three yards on that one, but, you know, they're not getting a whole lot of yards per carry, but it's just enough to make Marquette have to honor it and, and respect their and respect their run. And they're killing the clock, too. We're under about 10 minutes to go here in this game, and this defense for Marquette has been on the field a lot here tonight. They've been a lot, especially in the second half. Yeah. Like I was saying, I, was, I wanted them to get some better offense going. Pendleton back in at quarterback, looks, takes the snap, gives it to the running back, and he fights his way and going to be tackled just short of the 25-yard line. Gavin Tyson the back, and they were going to bring him down at the 26. He's going to bring up another third down for Kimberly, and it's going to definitely four down territory here for the papermakers. Ryan Tomlinson, one of a few on they're that going, last tackle. They're going big formation out there as number 99, Sam McGivern, is checking into the game to add some beef. and Jumbo package. Ellison back in the game for Kimberly at quarterback. They run him a lot on a quarterback direct run. McGivern, 6'3", 250. They have him lined up at tight end to the left. Uh, one receiver out wide to your left. The quarterback alone in the backfield. And we're going to have a timeout for Kimberly. We almost had a delay a game. The 
the back judge had the flag in his hand. He was about to drop it, but we have a timeout on the field. We're going to leave it here and say thank you to our broadcast booth sponsor, C.G. Schmidt. A proud Marquette University high school supporter, C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. Also want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being the presenting sponsor of high school sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Gruber Law Offices has been serving our community for over 35 years, and they are proud to be a part of the city of Milwaukee. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices, and they will take care of you. They are there to help you 24-7 and have been serving Wisconsin for over 35 years. Make one call that saw at 414-276-6666 or visit gruber-law.com. They check out of the formation they had in. Pendleton comes back into the game. Do set directly behind, slightly behind Pendleton. One receiver each way. It's third and four. Takes the snap, gives it to Doucette. Doucette wow. gets stuffed. He made the spin move, and number 21, Murphy Monrio, is there to clean him up, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Wow, he read that play like a book, and I'm telling you, Monrio came in there with purpose, glorious purpose. Gavin Tyson checks back in at the tailback position. Kimberly is taking a lot of time between snaps here. I think it is deliberate as they want to take as much time off the clock as they can for Marquette. It is fourth down and four. Marquette looking to get another fourth down stop. They had one earlier in the game. They're looking to get another one here. Going to have two receivers out to your right. Connor Brushak in at the H-back, fullback position. Tyson in a tailback. Shotgun, and we're going to have a penalty. Going to be... The uh, timeout, they're going to give Kimberly the timeout. The back judge threw the flag, but the they're going to say the, tight, the timeout was caught in time. And that's going to be huge because I do believe now they have in zero. a game, yes, Kimberly is out of timeouts. And, I mean, timeouts, man, they are huge in, in games like this when, you know, you might be down, you may need to stop the clock or whatever and, 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 and call something, um, you know, out of timeouts here in the fourth quarter with 8.24 left in the game. That That's huge. Well, save them five yards there. Would have been fourth and about nine, and then it would have been decision time. Do you send the punting team out to try to, which you're not going to want to punt in that situation, but your field goal kicker is likely not going to make it either. So it's going to be fourth and four again. Kimberly going for it. They have the ball at the Hilltopper 27-yard line. Shotgun formation. Takes the snap, looks to throw, under pressure, throws it, and it's incomplete. The Hilltoppers are going to take over with the football at their own 27-yard line with 8-19 to go here in this ballgame. Pendleton was under intense pressure in the pocket. He had to get rid of that, pet, that ball early, earlier than he wanted to. And the ball did hit the receiver's hands, but Marquette's Marquette's defense was right there. I mean, they, there was not a lot of separate. There wasn't any separation out there. Marquette was in the right place at the right time. That was beautiful defense on both ends from the front seven and from the secondary. Two receivers right, right one to your left. Novotny in a tailback to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over, sends the tight end in motion across the formation, takes the snap, looks to throw, 
throws it deep down the field to Russell. Russell is it's incomplete. It was good coverage there. Russell had a little bit of a step, but the ball went a little bit too far inside there. In this situation, and I, I, I'm, I'm all for getting Cam Russell involved, but I, I think that you have to get some, some medium, intermediate range Gonna passes have. off. Yeah, because going long, going deep like that, the percentages just go down. Going to have two receivers to the right, two to the left. Novotny to the right of McDevitt, takes the handoff, bowls to his right, looks to throw, throw to Hoffman, and he catches it and goes out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Going to bring up a third and short for the Hilltoppers. And see, when you go deep like that, I mean, that's going to just be like, you know, a, a loss of downs, and now this is a huge down right here, third and four. Empty backfield, Novotny wide to your left, Russell in the slot to your, to your left, Hoffman and PRB out to your right. McDevitt claps the hands, and we're going to have a false start on the Hilltoppers. That is a huge mistake right there. It looked like it looked like McDevitt was calling for the snap, but the snap, the center did not, Matthew Fessler did not snap it when he should have. Yeah, they're trying the hard count, and... Fortunately, the right tackle and the right guard thought it was on one, and it was actually on two. So it's going to bring up a third and nine now, 8.08 to go here in the ballgame, tied up at seven, two receivers out to your left, one to your right. McDevitt sends a guy in motion, gets the football, looks to throw, plenty of time, throws it across to PRB. PRB makes a man miss, and he gets enough for the first down. That's huge. It's going to be first and ten. Hilltoppers and Novotny with a very nice block to allow him to get that edge to get him that first down, and the Hilltoppers are quick to the line. See, I feel like Marquez got to work the middle in those intermediate routes like that to keep keep the clock moving. One receiver each direction for the Hilltoppers. Novotny to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. Claps the foot hands, gets the football, looks to throw, throws it to Russell. Russell with the catch, makes a man miss, gets to the 45 and pushed out of bounds at about the 48, now giving the 46-yard line. It's going to be second down for the Hilltoppers. They have about four yards to go for this first down. And that's where you can let Cam Russell get his work in too right there. It's his little short routes right there, like that. you got to keep the clock moving. Same formation. Novotny switches to the left of McDevitt. Claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny. Novotny has a hole, fights his way across midfield, and he has enough for the first down. That's going to move the chains and give the Hilltoppers another first and ten. Two first downs here on this drive. You want to obviously you want to score, but you know you you don't want to give Kimberly the ball back with too much time either. Same formation for Kimber uh, for Marquette here. Takes the snap, gives it to Novotny again. And he gets met in the backfield, and he may have gone back to the original line of scrimmage. There is nowhere to go there for Novotny. Nope, there was an assignment missed right there because that was just too good a penetration for Kimberly's defensive line there. You're not supposed to get to Novotny in the backfield like that. Second and 11, PRB checks in the game. He's in the slot to the right. Hoffman, Russell out wide, takes the snap. Going to fake the pitch to PRB. He's going to keep the football across his midfield. Going to cut back to the right, gets to the 40. He's going to be tackled at the 39-yard line. Going to bring up a third and about two at the Kimberly 39-yard line. Now that's a manageable down right there, and I would say that at this juncture with 
37 and the clock ticking. This is all four-down territory right here. Correction is third and one with 6.30 and counting here. Two receivers to your left. Gets the snap, gives it to Novotny. Novotny fights his way, and he's going to be close depending on the sure. spot. I don't think he got it. It's going to depend on the spot, and it looks like he's going to be just short of that first down. It's going to be fourth and about a half a yard. Well, you need to go for this. If you're Marquette, and I'm not sure, you know, quarterback sneak or whatever. They don't run out of shotgun very often. I mean, out under center very often. They're mostly a shotgun team. We have twins tier left. McDevitt gets the handoff to Novotny. Yikes. Novotny fights his way, and he's going to have enough this time. I think he got it. Kimberly's saying he's short, but I think he got enough for the first down. I'm not so sure. He needed to get to the 38, and he's at the 38. It is a first down. The chains are moved. Wow. First and 10. Hilltoppers, they move the chains again. Tied ball game here with 5.50 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's 7-7. And the Hilltoppers driving the football down to the 38-yard line with 5.45 and counting. Same formation for Marquette. Novotny just switches to the right of McDevitt. That's the third first down. And he the, moves the to the left this time. Claps the hands, gets the football, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, has time, throws it deep to the tight end, knocked in the air, that's, and it's incomplete, but we have a flag down DPI. in the area of defensive interference, possibly defensive holding. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to call a DPI on that one. Uh, I, I didn't catch the number of the defender, but he did not turn around. It's going to be on number zero for Kimberly. Cody Oberman. We're just waiting on the, the call to happen. Um, the flag is Defensive interference is called, and we're going to walk it off. And it'll be another Hilltopper first down as it's going to be uh, automatic first down. And that's going to bring them, give them first down inside the 25-yard line down to the 24 First and 10, Hilltoppers, 5.25 to go here in the 7-7 ball game. Right now, Marquette's got all the momentum going right now. That one was, go ahead. One receiver right, one deer left. McDevitt looking over the defense. Claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny. Novotny off to his left. Find the hole, wow. cuts off to his left. Touchdown, wow. Tommy Novotny. Tommy Novotny takes it in for 23 yards, his 31st touchdown of the season, 26 on the ground. Warren, that's why we call him Touchdown Tommy. 13-7, <laughs> Hilltoppers. Well, Touchdown Tommy did an excellent job right there of, of reading the blocks, and then he, was, he found a lot of green open field right there as he was running to the left. And and wow, Jack Hart with a really play. nice block off that left tackle spot, offensive lineman play. of the year in the Greater Metro Conference. Schmidt in for the extra point. The kick is away, and it is good. 14-7, Marquette. 518 to go here in this ball game. When we come back, we'll see how Kimberly responds. We'll be back in 30 seconds. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. 
high school, the most formative years of your son's life. At Marquette University High School, our Jesuit education will shape your son's identity, mind, heart, and soul. Our graduates are more likely to excel in college, earn an advanced degree, and learn defining personal values. The result of our transformational education? Transformed lives. Learn more at muhs.edu. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Met with the kick into the end zone. It's going to be another touchback. And um, I do think we have to go legal ID here. So we are going to pause a quick 10 seconds for uh, a station ID since it is 9 o'clock. Okay. So we're not going to pause yet, but we will be pausing soon for our station ID. 5.18 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's 14-7 Marquette. A berth to Madison on the line here. Kimberly trying to repeat as state champions. Marquette trying to get there for the first time since 2009. Evan, I can't stress enough how big it is that Kimberly has no timeouts left. That's going to come back to bite them here on this drive. Shotgun formation. Pendleton takes the snap, looks to throw. Slant pattern caught by Veith, and he gets tackled uh, after a gain of about 12 by Monrio. It's going to be a first down for Kimberly. We're going to pause quick 10 seconds for station ID. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth, founded in partnership with Associated Bank. Your money works here. 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee. Locally owned Good Karma Brand Station. Two receivers to your right. Pendleton at quarterback takes the snap, looks to throw, has to scramble, throws it, and it's going to be caught and down immediately by the receiver, and that's going to be second down in about three. Um, oh, that was Brennan Graham's on the catch there for Kimberly. And uh, the key thing is it does keep the clock moving with him going down right away like it, that. It, First it, down, it does, stop the but, clock. That time it didn't. Yeah, but. It's like Marquette's almost playing almost a little bit of a prevent there. you got to stop some of these catches from happening. One receiver each direction. Pendleton gives the handoff to the tailback, and he gets that first down. Uh, Tyson, the tailback, he gets enough for the first down. It's going to be another first down for Kimberly. This would be the time that you want to see uh, one of your guys like Nigro or Schramm or uh, Roeder make a big play. They've come up with big plays quite a bit this season when Marquette's needed it. And the uh, corners and secondary, the safety play, is very outstanding for Marquette. You want to look for one of them to make a big play. Two receivers to your left, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, throws it deep down the field. And it's incomplete. Womack was going to possibly try to make a play on the ball, but he saw that he was going to turn turn up short, and he did not want to interfere with the receiver. Smart job there by Womack. Yeah, a- absolutely. That's uh, that's some some veteran senior decision making back there in the in the in the backfield by Nick Womack. Going to bring up second and ten, three fifty three to go here in the ball game. Marquette up fourteen to seven. A trip to Madison just down the road here on the line for these two football teams. We're going to have Grams out wide to your left, Veith out wide to your right, pistol formation, Tyson directly behind Pendleton. Pendleton 
Give the handoff to Tyson. Tyson up the middle, and he gets tackled about three, four yards short of that first down. It's going to be third down and about six. I was going to say, it might not be such a bad idea to maybe bring in a blitz here. Oh, obviously passing down. We'll, 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 you know, we'll see. Roder checking into the game here for Marquette. They're going to give it third and five rather than third and six. I was trying to short them a yard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to flip the formate. We're going to keep the same formation. Cor uh, correction. V thought wide to your right. Graham's out to your left. Pistol formation. Takes the snap. Gives the handoff to Tyson. Tyson gets enough for the first down. Makes a big play and gets cross midfield and tackled at the 45-yard line. That's a huge run right there for Kimberly and <laughs> Gavin Tyson. Hadn't had a whole lot of big runs, but, but that one was was huge, giving them a first down. Now the clock's moving, 3.05 and counting as Kimberly is trying to tie this ball game up. We're under three minutes to go here in this ball game. Uh, Marquette up over Kimberly, 14-7. to seven. Trip to Madison on the line. Flip the receivers. Beef to your left. Grams to your right. Takes the snap. Gives it to Tyson off to your right. Has some room. And he closes quickly. He's going to get maybe a gain of about two yards. He's going to bring up a second and eight for the papermaker. Man, that defense is so stout. He had a late run for a defense. second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a, a few guys in on that tackle for Marquette. I do believe... Going to have twins receivers to your left. Close formation to your right. Tyson to the left of the quarterback. Takes the handoff. Looks to throw. Has to scramble. Throws it away to nobody. And that's going to be incomplete. No receiver anywhere in the area. But he was out of the tackle box. He was, yeah, not only that. And, and it went past the line of scrimmage, too. So yeah. it, wouldn't be a, it, it would not be an intentional grounding. But it was a smart play of... of, of of uh, Pendleton to get rid of it. You asked him for a blitz. Bryce Roeder uh, brought the blitz is what flushed Pendleton out of the pocket to force that uh, incompletion. Third and eight, 210 to go here in this ball game late in the fourth quarter. Marquette up 14 to seven. We have two, three receivers to your left, close formation to your right, That's back to that pistol one. formation. Pendleton gets the football, looks to throw. Has time, throws it to the receiver to the flat, and he's going to get tackled well short of the first down, gained a, about three. What a stick right there from Nick Womack, making sure that there were, were there was going to be no extra yardage this given is, on that one. This is the ball game right here if you're Kimberly. They have no timeouts left. That's fourth right. and five. If they cannot convert this, they cannot stop the clock for Marquette. They're going to have trips to your right, takes the snap, moves to his right, looks to throw, throws it, and it's incomplete! The pass is incomplete, and the Hilltoppers take over on downs with 1.36 to go here in this football game. I know that they brought some pressure in there. Number 32, Cadre Lee, was coming up on Pendleton's blind side right there. Pendleton ended up having to get rid of it a little bit early. Now Marquette is in prime position here, and you know only have to run a couple of plays. They, they cannot. Kimberly cannot stop the clock, and we, I knew that running out of timeouts was going to be huge. We have an injured player for Kimberly being tended to on the sidelines, and uh, Kimberly turned over on downs and no timeouts, as you mentioned. 
trip to Madison on the line. Minute 36 here to go as they're tending to that injured player. I'm frantically trying to stall for time as I look for some uh, scores in the area. Badger defeated some Prairie East 28-6 to to advance to Madison in Division II. Um, looking for that Franklin score. Rice Lake beat Notre Dame 30-15. to Franklin up 35 to nothing over Hamilton in that fourth quarter. That's huge. So it looks like Franklin will be moving on to Madison. And if Kimberly, I mean, if Marquette can hold off Kimberly here getting that football, they're going to go in victory formation, taking knees. If they can run out this clock without giving the ball back to Kimberly, we are going to Madison next week as well. McDavid takes a knee. Minute 33 and counting here to go. It's going to be second down and 11 here. Clock is running. I'm not a math major. I can't quite do the math to figure out if we can <laughs> run the clock out here, but we can at least run the clock out quite a bit. And Kim, um, I can't talk today. I was Marquette told there would be no take, math. Marquette can take time out here when the play clock gets down to one if they choose to, so they do have a lot of time to play around with. 40-second play clock, take a timeout, take a knee, or just take a knee. Don't worry about the timeout. Don't worry about the timeout. Just just knee it down. McDevitt takes another knee, going to bring up third and 12. We're 50 seconds to go here in this ball game. Marquette up 14-7 to here. They will. That's going to do it as they will just have to take one more knee and that will be enough to finish out this ball game. McDevitt going under center here to take this final knee to send Marquette to state, and he takes that knee. That's going to do it. The Marquette Hilltoppers, for the first time since 2009, are going to Madison. The Hilltoppers win 14 to seven here at the bank of some prairie stadium at ashley field when we come back we're going to recap this ball game for you once again marquette wins 14 to 7 this is hilltopper football on the award-winning 1017 the truth more of marquette hilltoppers football presented by gruber law offices returns next Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of C.G. Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from C.G. Schmidt. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now, back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Warren Price in the broadcast booth. Once again, the Marquette Hilltoppers win this ball game 14-7 over the Kimberly Papermakers, knocking out the defending Division I state championship congratulations to the marquette hilltoppers on getting this victory showing a lot of grit in this win marquette's offense is one that typically puts a lot of points on the board but tonight they had to win 
by just earning it three yards at a time to get this victory. Warren, what a win by Marquette. It, it, it certainly was, and, and what a great job Marquette did on all three phases of the game. Offense, they did just enough to win. The defense only gave up seven points. Special teams, Eric Schmidt had some really good punts to, to help with the field position here for Marquette. Uh, uh, Thad Hoffman, uh, a receiving touchdown from 34 yards out. And Joe Novotny, Tommy Novotny, excuse me, 23-yard touchdown run. That's all they needed to be able to get past Kimberly here tonight. The defense, very stout, only gave up one score. It was a great to, to catch beat. by the receiver. Yeah, yeah. And, it was a, and it was a great catch. The, the receiver made an exceptional catch to even get that, a 35-yard touchdown uh, reception from Bryson Veith. But Marquette did it, and good luck next week. They're going to be playing Franklin for a state championship, and it's nice to see two teams from the, uh, from the Milwaukee area that are competing for a state championship. A total team effort here tonight for Marquette. Coaching staff did a great job. Everyone give yourselves a pat on the back, man. Congratulations to the Marquette Hilltoppers beating Kimberly 14-7 here at Ashley Field at the Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. And wow, we are going to state. I, that sounds really good to say. And I... I'm just going to give the player of the game to the Kimberly, um, to the Marquette Hilltoppers because Kimberly did the best they could to stop this Kimberly offense, stop this Marquette offense. Kimberly, great defensive effort. I'm, I'm talking fast, faster than I'm thinking here. I'm <laughs> um, very excited here. But Marquette, did, you know, they had to go with the, you know, the, they get a lot of big plays traditionally. They couldn't do it tonight. Tip your caps to Kimberly's defense here. But they won as a team. The defense stepped up big. The offense did just enough, All three putting phases. 14 points on the board. Yeah. And the special teams was once again outstanding. Again, tip your hat to Kimberly for their effort here tonight. But congratulations to Marquette. Uh, my player of the game is just the, Kim, uh, the Marquette football team in general. I, I like I'm gonna the pick. I'm gonna do an easy cop out here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I like the pick. Um, if I had to give one. Honestly, you know, I would I would go with 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 Peyton Roby Brown. I mean, he did even Him though too. he didn't score, even though he did not <laughs> score a touchdown. Um, he had a lot of energy plays, a lot of key plays. He got some really good first downs. It helped extend some drives, and they were he was just very reliable out here. And and, and like I said, he give he gave the, the offense a, a a really big boost. That he did, and he made some big plays, and you mentioned on third down to keep those sticks moving. Keith Kosinski talks to his team to congratulate them for this win. They're going to break off with their position coaches now, as they traditionally do, to talk to their position groups, and then we're going to get to see this team celebrate this win. Uh, as I mentioned, a great win here for the Hilltoppers, who are going to state a week from tonight to take on Franklin, who beat Sussex Hamilton or will be beating Sussex Hamilton if it's not final already. Last score we saw, Franklin was up 35 to nothing over Sussex Hamilton. And Sorry, yeah, I'm trying to get some photos out here. And again, I mean, and that one surprises me as well because we saw 
we saw a very good Sussex Hamilton team play against and, and beat Marquette earlier this season. And that's that was one of the, the one top game offenses that, in the state yeah. being held down to zero. Yeah, and that was one of that was that was the only other game that I did. So I <laughs> I feel like I, I was able to see um, a, a really good team. Um, but wow, Marquette versus yeah. Franklin, it's going to be one heck of a championship game. And and and, and like I said, you know, you can give everybody. Uh, a, a, a pat on the back here that that defense really came up huge for Marquette. And now Marquette's players are going over to their student section and they're, they're celebrating, man. They're having some fun. You know, it's not every, it's not every year you can celebrate a trip to state. No, you cannot. And this is my, my first year as a lead broadcaster. I've done some fill in play by play, done a lot of color commentary here and there. So this would be my first, uh, lead broadcaster state championship broadcast and uh, my first year doing it as a lead broadcaster and we're going to Madison great to see great to talk about and it's a great win by Marquette and I think we're waiting for the um, there's a bunch of stuff in the middle of the field I think um, I don't know what exactly it is it's going to be going to Marquette I think I thought I saw a plaque Um, I think they get a plaque today but it's great to get the plaque today, but this is all about next week with the, the gold football. Yeah, you better believe. The job is not done yet. It is not. It is It is not. And and I have to tell you, Evan, um, it, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honor to be a part, a small part of Marquette, calling Marquette football with you here this season. Um, what, what a treat to be able yeah. to get to see a level four game and a win to go to state. It is a great win here. And just for those listening on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, who's been following along all season long, we will be broadcasting, Good Karma Brands will be broadcasting the state championship in Madison a week from today. It's a 4 p.m. kickoff. However, we are jumping down the FM dial to 94.5. The game will be heard on ESPN Milwaukee. That's where we will be heard on next week in Madison to bring you Marquette versus Franklin. And the players still going up to the crowd to celebrate with the fans. And I think that'll just about do it here. Once again, Marquette 14, Kimberly 7, and the Marquette Hilltoppers are going to Camp Randall to play for the state championship. Thank you to Warren Price for filling in tonight as my broadcast partner. Thanks to Rhea Riley at the studio, keeping us on the air and doing her best, even with my blunders here tonight, to make us sound good. This has been Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We'll come back to you again next week on ESPN Milwaukee. Have a good night, everybody. This has been Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. And sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Join the truth next Friday night for another exciting game as the Hilltoppers advance to play in the WIAA Football Playoff State Championship game on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.